Sometimes, when the moment is right and the sparks fly, dating can be magic. But even the most romantic connection can get a little awkward. And the dog's kind of watching us at this point, and so it started to lick my ear. True Dating Stories is the new CBC podcast that explores the messy corners of romance. Real-life tales told by the people who live them. I'm tied up on this dude's bed, and there's nobody around to help. True Dating Stories is available from CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. People are curious, and that's great. But there's some questions you just shouldn't ask, or at least not like that. I'm Cindy Long. I'm Sabrina Birch. And this is Inappropriate Questions? (laughs) (laughs) We're not sure. (laughs) Let's get inappropriate. (laughs) Yay! This is why we don't have the mics in front of us usually. Don't get your producers to do your lines, ever. Basically. Harv, you're in charge. All right, I'm in charge. Yes, that's fine. But uh, (laughs) what am I in charge of? (laughs) (laughs) So this is a behind-the-scenes episode. We're talking about our project and how we started it and all that. So I'm going to give you a peek behind the curtain on how this podcast is made. So we have a dedicated team of producers. Mm -hmm. So Sabrina, tell us what you do. My name is Sabrina Birch. I'm the managing producer for Inappropriate Questions. If you listen to episode two, you'll know that I'm also mixed race, and I'm currently a production coordinator at an animation studio. So yeah, I tend to deal with things like all of our paperwork and also some of our random bits, like I do transcripts, I write show notes, and I've messed up a lot of our web design. I tend to take on the like quote-unquote mom role, so I do things like manage our finances and also pick up food for us and make sure we're drinking water and just like taking care of ourselves in general. Sabrina's like that mom with the never-ending purse. So the other day I was like, oh, I don't have like this fork to eat a thing. And she was like, here you go, I have an entire cutlery set in my bag. And I was like... Cool, of course you would. So she's basically the podcast mom. Okay, okay. So I might be organized in real life, but Cindy's the one who's organized in our digital life. And she can talk about that. I'm Cindy Long. I do a lot of the editing for the podcast. Um, A lot of technical stuff, I guess. I'm queer. I'm a person of color. I am a video editor for a production company as my like day job, quote unquote. (laughs) And then uh, we have Elena and myself. Yes. Elena is also a producher, though. Elena is also a producer. She swings for both teams. Oh, my God. So I am the only one who does the least amount of work. (laughs) You just show up. Gets half the credit. (laughs) Yes, I'm a man. What do you expect? (laughs) Oh, wow. The real patriarchy joke. Um, So I am splitting the editing duties with Cindy. I think you do most of it, but uh, I've taken on a couple large episodes so it sort of evens out you also did our music which was huge yeah i did the theme song which is pretty fun we should probably mention erin yeah <laughs> whoops so, yes she existed yeah she exists she, currently she's still alive. <laughs> so we had a fourth team member erin garrett which you hear her name at the end of the credits because she was a significant part in the development Couldn't process have here without her yeah but erin did grad school, so she took a step back from this for a yeah, bit. Yeah, she's like off getting her master's, and we're like, master's Ha-ha. of information. Yeah, so she'll know literally everything. Yeah, right? which sounds pretty pretty intimidating. So let's start with this. How did you guys meet? 
Uh, so we met through school is the short answer. Our program is called media production, so that's probably makes sense why we're making a podcast. And how we know how to vaguely we're do that. We're not like biology that students. question yet. <laughs> oh, wow, we're jumping sorry, ahead. Harv's <laughs> so I guess where like this project came into being is that in our last semester of third year, we had to start developing a project that we would do for our thesis project. So Cindy and I came up with the idea of inappropriate questions. Even though it was something that was very, like, backburnered and we weren't sure we were going to do it and we thought about doing a lot of other things. But we, like, I think that something drew us to it. Like, we kept coming back to it and being like, we actually really like this. And, like, the more we talked about it, the more we're like, okay, maybe this could be a thing. And then where did Elena come in the picture? Uh, yeah, so Cindy and I pitched this idea and we were lucky enough to get it accepted. So we had to actually build a bigger team. So that's when Elena and Aaron came into the picture and we worked together through that class. And we spent that time developing this project, figuring out what do we want to do? What episodes do we want to tackle? How would we do all of this? Where are we going to find people? And it helped us really think about the actual process of making it, which I think set us up well for the future in some aspects. Um, and then we didn't continue through with this as our thesis project because I think we all just had different interests. We really love this project, but we were like, we can do this like outside of school too. Like it might even be better to do it outside of school. And we did, honestly. Like it's been, I've had so many other projects in my life just fall off and die because we cared, but we didn't really care enough to see it through. And I'm just so proud that we we really stuck it out. Yeah, we uh, lovingly called us our more than passion project because we've put a lot more than just passion into it. A lot of our time, a lot of our energy. Both, just both of the things. I mean, it's 9.43 on a Friday, so I feel like that just sums up. Yeah, she means <laughs> at night, not in the morning. <laughs> yeah, true. To back it up just a little bit, um, how did you guys even come up with the concept of inappropriate questions? Uh, I had just come back from exchange, and I was also catching up with Cindy during this conversation. I mentioned how when I was abroad, I got a lot of questions about my ethnicity, and sometimes from people that I knew and sometimes from strangers, and it, it bothered me a lot. So basically, this project was just a way for me to complain to more people. <laughs> All of us on the team are part of different like minority groups, so a lot of these kind of came from personal experiences. So for example, like... Me as a gay woman being asked by like family and friends like whether I have a boyfriend or why not or when I would get one. Or like another one, for example, is that none of us on the team really drink very much. So we sometimes get asked, like, why don't you drink? So that episode was kind of inspired by that. But yeah, there's a lot of questions that we've been exposed to just live in our lives. I think everyone at some point in their life has probably been asked a question that like meant more to them than the asker thought it would. Right. And honestly, like... My envisioning is just that people who have been asked these questions, like, no matter how it's impacted them, no matter what community they're from, really can just hear themselves in some of these guests, right? And feel like, oh, my God, this could be my friend, and they're talking about something I relate to, and this feels familiar, this feels soothing, this feels nice to be, you know, almost validating in a way, to hear your experiences represented in this way. And then for people who don't, you know, who maybe ask these questions or who don't know why these questions are inappropriate or just don't have experience with these questions, they can be like, okay, I'm not being called out. I'm not being attacked. I'm not being roasted. You know, our ethos is more welcoming and like, yeah, we understand that most of the time when you ask these things, you're not coming from a bad place, but we still think that you should hear what people on the receiving end of like, these questions have to say. Yeah, exactly. I think 
one of the things we really try to acknowledge is that people make mistakes and that's fine. But the thing about mistakes is that you should try at least to learn from them. So that's what we want to do is to have people understand that like just because you did something in the past and no one was like, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. That doesn't mean that your behavior can't change. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be trying to better yourself to better to be a better person for those around you. I mean, I guess it's also a good point to bring up that like we've had a lot of, you know, whether it's guests or whether it's people we've talked to about this project say that I don't think that's inappropriate. Like or, you know, if they're like if they're mixed and they get asked about their ethnicity, they're like, I don't mind. And we're like. You're right. Like, that's not what we intended to set out to do. Like, our podcast is called Inappropriate Questions, but it's not like every single question here is for sure wrong and you should never ask them. Yeah. Like, we ask all our guests at the end, like, you know, is should you ask it? And, like, a lot of them say, like, you know, in certain contexts, like, yeah. Like, it usually comes matters. down to context. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's our next so slogan. I think context is everything. <laughs> Share some of the interesting moments you had while making these podcasts. Hmm... One of my favorite moments is actually about finding our co-host. That's you, Harf. Uh, we reached out to people. I put a call out on Facebook. And your daughter, Rim, reached out to me and said, oh, my gosh, my dad loves podcasts. Elena, you need to get him on. Uh, and so we had a series of interviews. And you were one of six, I think. And then Harf comes up and... He was our first interview. He was our very first interview. And I think... I can't remember how soon into this interview uh, this was, but he insulted Sabrina, like, jokingly, which is very, like, soon. He was like, I can tell Sabrina's the mean one or something like that. He probably said something mean, like, if we're being fair. He he was just roasting us, like, through the whole thing. I I was was roasting. I thought I was roasted. No, no, you did the roasting. (laughs) Did we roast you? What did we say? I probably fought back. Oh, I don't know. But I I distinctly remember Harv at the end being like, you don't need to do any more interviews. Like, I'm it. (laughs) (laughs) And he was right. Yeah. We did the best. So yeah, that part I remember. I said you guys are wasting your time. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I said before, Elena actually composed our theme song. And in the early stages of this, you fully sent us like a voice message on Facebook, and you were like typing message, be like, guys, you gotta listen to this. I have an idea for the theme song. You sent us the voice <laughs> message, and I'm just like, do 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 do. What? You sound like Baymax from Big Hero Six. Yeah, I just didn't know. And it turned into this track that I think all of us really love. So uh, circling back on uh, uh, the experience of this making this podcast, what other challenges you faced? Hmm. Finding time. Yeah. So when yeah. we first started this, we were like in our last year of university. We had full-time internships on top of classes, on top of finishing our thesis projects. And it was a time. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is, I know it's going to sound cheesy, but teamwork, you know, I think, you know, we've definitely gotten frustrated with each other. We've definitely argued over lots of different little things, because when you're a small team balancing a project with lots of details, it can get hard, but we've never really lost it with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even remember a time when I really went over my top or that any of you really went over your tops because we've reined it back in. We've been immediately like, we're tired, we're whatever. We're, we're so understanding of each other and we work together so well that it's it's kind of a miracle. I think we we know that we're all equally passionate 
toward our goal and toward what we want this project to be. Because I feel like in group work for me, a lot of times it's frustrating when you care more than someone else or, yeah. you know, like, but we know that we're all like dedicated to this and that yeah. any, you know, you know, disagreement we have, we all want the best for the project. And we know that like, you know, it's not, we, we don't take it personally, right? When we like disagree on things, we know, it's not like, oh, like Elena's a terrible person because she likes this piece of music. It's like, <laughs> no, like we all have like Elena's opinions. a terrible person because she's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Music. Get it right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I have experienced, I have a f- couple of years more experience than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the work will always get done. It is the relationships that last. So when I heard the word friends and I didn't see any air quotes, yes. so that means that uh, are you guys friends outside uh, this podcast the, or you just pretend to like each other so the best <laughs> way to describe us our friendship group is that we have one chat on Facebook that's just like us talking as friends and then we have to have a separate serious one because we tried to do it all in one chat and it was like oh no we're talking about like tag yourself memes but then also guys I booked the recording for this day yeah yeah so like it wasn't working and we and had like, to separate I things I feel like out. people should know that our, our funny one is the chat name is Raising IQs One Podcast at a Time. Ooh. And our, our serious one is literally called That's... Serious Open Bracket I uh, Close Bracket Qs. Serious oh. questions. Ha ha. Yeah, no, we, we put a lot of thought into our names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, now that you guys are going to have tons of time, what's next? Oh, Sleep. Yeah, sleep is so next. Um, it'd be nice to hang out with okay, my friends as that friends takes and not three days of sleep. Okay, <laughs> a week of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Only one week of friends. I feel like what Harv's trying to get at is, will I be hired for a season you two? You got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> we can never replace you, Harv. Um, there are so many more questions I'd like to explore. Maybe that's something we could talk about here. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, yeah right. like there's season so two. many groups we haven't talked yes. about. There's mm-hmm. issues that we want to get into yeah. that we just haven't had the chance to explore. And not everything needs to be split into something like a race or mm-hmm. religion, ethnicity yeah. or sexuality or anything along those lines. Like we've been talking about doing an episode about grief and like, how does that work? Yeah, mm-hmm. I really I was thinking about that today, about like my kind of bucket list episodes if we're to do a season two. And that was that was a big one for me is because uh, people kind of police the way you grieve. They'll be like. You know, there's a pressure to grieve a certain way or to grieve the way other people or other people around you are grieving when you're going through that kind of time. And uh, mm-hmm. no, please yeah, don't. And I think it could be interesting to talk about things like depression or anxiety, which are people are becoming a lot more like public about them. And there's a lot less like, quote unquote, shaming about them nowadays. Mm-hmm. But there's we still definitely stigma. wanted we wanted to cover like some indigenous questions if possible because we definitely wanted to try to do that for season one and I'd love to cover more LGBT topics I Mm -hmm. think uh, asexuality is something that's really misunderstood and being a romantic yeah for sure like there's what's that see and Harv has much more to learn (laughs) (laughs) Uh, pansexuality is is kind of uh, related uh, or seen as similar to bisexuality so it's being attracted to people regardless of gender right it's like you can be attracted to anyone of any gender Okay. Harv is skeptical. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand, but that's fine. But he will. <laughs> I think we should first go back and a- actually answer the question about whether we'd make a season two and, you know, yeah, timelines yeah. of, like, when that would happen. I think we all really would want to. Yeah. Um, we just don't know when because we're all so busy with our full-time jobs. And, but yeah, so it'll hopefully happen. We'll see when. I genuinely did not realize i of course understood uh, the amount of editing that is required but 
right from social media to planning to booking the studio, all the scripting, all that. This is amazing amount of work. So if I may ask one last question here. Sure. In just for this podcast, in an average week, how much time do you put in? Hmm. Depends on the week. Yeah. This week alone, how many hours yeah. have we <laughs> It's basically like a part-time job. Like, if we're being basically. realistic about it, 20 hours on their worst weeks. Wow. Yeah. So, obviously, you love this. Otherwise, spending even five hours a week is too much on anything. And here you're talking about 20 hours a week. Yeah, I think it goes to show that, like, when you care about something, when you're interested in something, like, you will make the time for it because it's important to you. And I think sometimes when you want to tackle a project, you're like, oh, do I really have time to, like, do all these things? And it's like... You make the time. Yeah, we've made time. But I I can assure you, you are raising IQ one point at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so close. I'm one podcast at a time. One podcast at a time. <laughs> you are raising the IQ one podcast at a time. Yay! I feel like Harv's like, this is my audition to join your group chat. <laughs> I now deserve to join it. <laughs> This is not our final bonus episode. We have one more coming out, so... Maybe more. Who knows? Wow, yeah. We need content for this next episode. So, guys, I need a job. So, please submit. Send us your questions specific to an episode or a guest. What you would want us to do in season number two. What you want us to ask guests. What kind of guests do you want? You can pry into Harv and I's lives. Send us your questions about the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or via our email, and Harv and I will answer them on our next bonus episode. We're going to have Harv's daughter, Rim, ask us the questions, so it'll be a fun time. And subscribe to this podcast first. Yes. Yeah, and if you spent your whole time like listening to this, I really hope you're subscribed to our podcast. <laughs> if you haven't caught up with all our episodes, they're on our website at iqpodcast.com. The cool cats behind Inappropriate Questions are Cindy Long, Elena Hudgens-Lyle, Aaron Garrett, and myself. An inappropriate question is like thinking you set your alarm for 8 a.m., but you actually set it for 8 p.m. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.